Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Makes no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come true. <laughs> yeah, I had no like. I knew I loved Disney shit, but I didn't realize like you don't realize how dope that shit is until you're there and you're like, I'm in fucking Disney World. Uh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm happy that you went and shit. But I'm so jealous. <laughs> People were like texting me, they're like, "Man, you make me want to go to Disney World." I'm like, "Yeah, this shit is dope, nigga." <laughs> I, I need to plan like a birthday trip around it. Going to Disney as an adult is dope as fuck. Also, so, um, so how? Please give us the deets. Okay, so first off, tell us about the drive, the ride, and your um, theatrical mother. Miss Patricia. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I got off at 12 o'clock. I came here. I finished the podcast. And I packed. And we left my parents' house at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Ooh, yeesh. No sleep. That's one of those uh, Nashville situations. Right. <laughs> with you. Yep. Ooh, bless your heart. Um, so, we start going that way. We went through, uh, you know, the Scottsboro way, mm-hmm. and my brother-in-law was, my brother-in-law was driving. They rented a van, and my dad was driving his car. So my brother-in-law is speeding all through the mountainous ranges of, <laughs> oh no, of Jackson County, and he oh, was no. wild. Oh, Me no. and my dad were like, "What the fuck is this nigga doing?" Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and. My sister and her kids were knocked the fuck out. So, and then my sister later on, she was like, yeah, he's scary when he drives. I was like, you didn't see it half of it. You were knocked out when he was uh, flying through Fort Page. See, I can't. I don't, I don't think I can fall asleep with, like, people that I've never ridden with before, like, road trip-wise. I can't. I, uh-uh, I'd be too anxious. Bruh. Because everybody can't drive long distances. Man, when my daddy picked me up at my, like, here... Take me to uh, my mom's house. He got like a new car or whatever. So he was trying to stunt. So he was like, Y'all gotta go, I got to go get gas real quick. So we take off from here. This nigga is just speeding. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to rob this nigga. I might have to rob Maria them. And then I'm like, man, this shit's about to be wild as fuck. <laughs> so in the car, at first, I'm, I'm listening to my music. So I listen to Sturgill Simpson's album, which when you're speeding through the country is dope as fuck. Then I listened to what's the R&B album that came out? Summer Walker? Yeah, I listened to Summer Walker's album. Nice, me too. And then I listened to 
that Young Dolph album that came out earlier this summer. So I eventually fall asleep. I wake up and my parents are just listening to uh, uh, Christian contemporary music. (laughs) And it's like, okay, at first I'm like, okay, all right. And then I didn't, for some reason I had packed my, uh, my iPhone earbuds. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have those. So I just had my beats Mm -hmm. and I hadn't charged my beats. So my beats of course died. So I had to just listen to their music because we weren't stopping anytime soon. So I couldn't Bluetooth my phone. That is the worst. To that. <laughs> when when you are forced to listen to somebody else's music when you didn't plan on it. And then I was like, I asked my dad, I was like, is your uh, phone linked to this? He was like, huh? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, each each place we go, as soon as they lose a uh, signal of K-Love, or that's I guess that's what the radio station is, mm-hmm. they would find it in another city. And I'm just thinking, these niggas is wild. <laughs> they were dedicated. I know. <laughs> and I heard, I kept hearing the same songs like over and over again. And I was just like, this is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> and then like, so I, I had just had enough of it by like the third hour. I, was, I looked at my mom. I was like, like, why would y'all listen to this shit? <laughs> I didn't say shit. I was like, why would y'all listen to this? And then she was like, what do you mean? I was like, this is like. The worst music in the world. (laughs) I was like, if you're going to be a Christian, you might as well listen to dope gospel music. Okay. Throw on some Kirk Franklin or some some Hezekiah Walker. Right. Put some Todd Tribune up in this. Okay. (laughs) Why am I listening to this terrible music? (laughs) And then uh, I was like, yeah, why would you take the best part, the only good part about black church? Ooh, talk about it. Away from it. And she was like, she just rolled her eyes or whatever. (laughs) And so I decided I'm going to start recording my mom. <laughs> when you sent me that video, she, she was like, I love this person. And, ooh, let, we're, let's play this song right here. I, this is my favorite song. <laughs> she, she was like being like me with some bullshit ass <laughs> Christian music. Like, oh, you didn't know about this. Like, <laughs> shut up, Bob. <laughs> that sound like my mama to a T. Me, me, my mama, your mama could be best friends. I know that could. We really could. Lord have mercy. <laughs> like, and then she, like, I didn't show you the second video, but the second video, she was like, "Why are you recording me?" I was like, she, I was like, "I'm recording this for Kim." <laughs> she said, "I'm gonna get Kim," <laughs> but she was acting crazy. So eventually, we stopped somewhere, and I was able to Bluetooth my phone into the thing. Mm-hmm. So we set. I'm jamming. I ain't gonna play no crazy shit, but luckily I got an uh, eclectic amount of music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. So I start playing old school shit, stuff that I know they fucks with. Mm-hmm. And then I play uh, the Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love? Me and my mom had like a duet. That shit was <laughs> dope as fuck. <laughs> That's cute. And then, uh, so I just kept playing. And then I was taking requests from my parents and shit. Anything to do that anything that wasn't K-Love was going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we finally get there, and the place is dope as fuck that we're staying at. It's a villa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's gated. So, of course, it's a 
a black security guard that's a woman, so we gonna be there for a while. Damn. <laughs> so she run through all that shit. She get our IDs and shit, and then she give us the pass. We get in there, and that place is dope as fuck. Yeah, it was. That video you sent, I was like, damn, that shit was huge. Yeah. So it fit all 10 of us, and it had a dope downstairs. And it also had a, uh, in the quote, garage, it had a pool table in there. Hmm. So, yeah, it had a pool, everything. So, yeah, we were living that dope Entertainment house. And so, of course, uh, being the niggas that my family is, my sister's like, everybody go choose their rooms. Because <laughs> Andre and Angie weren't getting there until later. So, like, trying to get dibs. Yep. And she was like, you better choose your room. You better choose your room. <laughs> Like okay, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, like, like shit. As long as in a house that nice, as long as you got a bed to lay in, right? And it was only two. Like outside of my parents and my sisters, my sister had the master bedroom, and my parents had, I guess, was the second master bedroom. Mm-hmm. So it was queen size beds and like two other rooms. My nephews had a bunk bed, I think. So it was just, I mean, it was choosing between two rooms. Mm-hmm. So I chose my room or whatever. And then uh, we're like, all right, let's go to Walmart, get groceries and stuff. And then we order pizza. Then we have to go pick up my brother, go get them. And then we're just chilling that first night because we're going to Magic Kingdom at 7 o'clock in the morning. Whew. Sheesh. What time do doors open? Eight? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, apparently at uh, Hollywood Studios that opens at 6 but we'll get to that later um, so we go to Magic Kingdom my brother-in-law a lot of his family worked at Disney World because okay. they're from Florida Okay. so we got the hookup that's what's up so when we got there black folks stay getting the hookup somehow <laughs> some way somehow some way somehow so um, we pick up his uh, cousin, who's really like his uh, his cousin's co-worker for a long time. She mm-hmm. works at Disney. Mm-hmm. So we go to the park or whatever, and then like we park, and then I see like a tram thing, like from the parking lot to take to, uh, it's not to the Magic Kingdom, because like, this is wild, but so she's like, yeah, we don't need this. So I'm thinking, man, this shit ain't going to be far then. It, that fucking parking lot, it took so long to get to the fucking place. <laughs> and I was like, this is so bullshit, Parking man. lot big as hell. <laughs> so, like, I'm just, like, I get there. I'm like, okay. And then I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm going to probably need a scooter <laughs> by the end of this day. So, um, So we get to the first place. You have to take either a boat or the monorail from there to the actual Magic Kingdom. Oh, Disney trying to get their money however they can. So we take the monorail, which is like a subway pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so we get there. And as soon as like we walk through the gates, you just start hearing the music. And it's like... That magical feeling. Like all my tiredness is away. I'm just like, yo, I'm We here, nigga, we here. So apparently, so I had downloaded the app 
like for the park that tells you where everything is or whatever. And your nerdy ass. I <laughs> so I I figured out the app or whatever. My sister and them were trying to look at the maps and stuff. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm gonna figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. So I go off in my corner and I start figuring this thing out. And then we go to meet Mickey Mouse. Of course. Naturally, we're at his house. It's only right that we meet the you gotta, man. You, okay, you got to speak to the nigga in his own house. Like, so we <laughs> wait in line for that. The line's not too long because it's still, people are still just not getting there. Yeah. So uh, we uh, take pictures with the mouse named Mickey. <laughs> and so we take the family pictures or whatever. As soon as my niece sees, my niece don't talk to anybody. She sees Mickey Mouse. Says, Mickey, Aww. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. So she become a complete fan all of a sudden. Stan, my yes. nigga. Yo, she was like, I'm trying to get Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we take pictures with Mickey. And then they're like, anybody else want to take a solo picture or um uh, they saw it was multiple families in it. So I was like, I want to take my old picture of Mickey. <laughs> and my sister just looking at me like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yo, grown ass. And so I'm just cheesing like a motherfucker in that picture, too. <laughs> yeah, for real. Your eyes disappeared. I was like, look at this nigga. <laughs> and then, like, when uh, we're about to take the picture, I'm like, what up, Mickey? And I dap that nigga up. I wish I had the video of me dapping up Mickey Mouse because that's the craziest shit in the world. See, that's when your brother should have had his Snapchat going. He was recording all the drinks and shit. Right. For some reason, like, they didn't want to come to the park early. So they they met us at, like, 12. Okay. So they hadn't got there yet. But uh, so after we do that, we're just walking down Main Street. And it's just something crazy about when you see Cinderella's castle and you're just like, yo, this shit is is it, is it as sparkly and magical as it looks like all the time? That shit is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like the horse, like, cause the main street is built like it's 1908 or whatever. So it's got all the old style buildings and stuff. And it's like little shops and restaurants and things. Mm-hmm. So you get to the back of it right in front of the castle and the first show came on so they have like this whole little thing where mickey minnie and all the characters start coming out and doing like a show and they had princess tiana and princess tiana fine as fuck (laughs) whoever was playing her uh good looking woman (laughs) so uh so that goes on and then everybody's trying to decide what we want to do so like we're just, I don't know why we thought Deshaun was gonna be the one to know exactly what to do because this nigga is all over the fucking place. <laughs> he's fifteen, he is excited, and he's like, "I'm just happy we're here." <laughs> like he don't care about rides or nothing. He's just like, "Yo, we are fucking here, bro." He just here for everything, right? And so we eventually decide we're gonna go to Adventureland. So we get there and they ride. What ride do they ride? They ride like a, almost like a, a kid ride. Mm. So I just go and I get a drink. <laughs> get in a, in true uncle fashion. Right. I get a pineapple <laughs> juice. <laughs> um, um, so we're waiting for under them to come. 
So that's when we decide that we're going to ride Pirates of the Caribbean before they get there. So ride Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's like a 35-minute wait. So we're just waiting. And then my nephew started losing his shit. He's like, they're afraid that they're going to be like, it's going to be a scary-ass ride. I don't know why they thought it was going to be a scary ride. Are there any, like, true scary rides at Disney? Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, Tower of Terror. Oh, I got a good story for that, too. All right. <laughs> um, so we we do uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And, you know, before they start, they say you may get wet. You might want to put your phone up and stuff. So it's like a boat. So and it's in the dark. So when you're going in... And it just takes a, a turn down. My nephew starts screaming like a little girl. He's like, bless ah. his heart. <laughs> and I was like, man, calm down, bro. He calm must down. not be like a roller coaster kid. He's not. Mm-hmm. And like, because he's, he's uh, on the autism spectrum, he has uh, sensory things too. Mm-hmm. So all that, I was like, bro, just hold my hand, man. It's going to be okay. And that ride wasn't scary at all. So he got through that. He was like, okay. Like, I guess he's like, okay, I can calm down a little bit. <laughs> so my brother comes, and we eat at this place that has the most amazing tacos in the fucking world. Hmm. And they didn't spare no expense with these tacos. Like, that shit was expensive, but they gave you everything. everything. All the accoutrement. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we eat there, and then Andre and Angie come, and so we get in a ride to ride Thunder Mountain. <laughs> so Thunder Mountain is like a 40 minute wait Ooh. so we're uh, just chilling and have like mini games in Thunder Mountain while you're waiting and so we're starting to get close to the to the um, the top of it and we see this squirrel just chilling by like the um, <laughs> on one of the little uh it's part of the ride or whatever, but we see it. The squirrel is chilling. And it's just still. So these badass kids are just over there, like, trying to, like, play with the squirrel and shit. The squirrel is just not moving. So they move on in the line, and this other little girl doesn't see the squirrel. So she puts her hand on the, uh, what was it, on the rail. And that squirrel, like, freaks the fuck out. Oh, God. And she starts yelling. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and her dad's like, what? Like, he's, her dad clearly, like, took her, his eyes off her for a second. He's like, what the fuck? And he looks at us. We're like, it's a squirrel. He's like, a squirrel. <laughs> the squirrel was probably paid by Disney. Right. And that, that thing, hey, man, it, I think it's the attack squirrel that was from Alabama that was hyped up on meth. I think it made its way to Disney World. Oh, God. So we finally get to the top of the ride. So it's my mom, Andre, Angie, Maria, and her two sons and me. My mom's been to Disney World before. Mm-hmm. like, And so she always forgets what she did at Disney World. So she was like, I think I rode this ride. I think I did. And then we get to the top right before we're about to go. And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember this ride. It was scary. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh shit! Like, cause if she say it's scary, like she's like a roller coaster type person. Yeah. So we lock in. We like we get in there and we lock in, and so it starts off slow. 
that thing is whipping throughout. Like, and you could, it's outside part. So everybody can see you like losing your fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm just there, like, don't have a panic attack. <laughs> do not have a panic attack. And then my, uh, we do like a turn and my phone starts coming out. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. Oh shit. Oh panic shit. Oh attack. shit. <laughs> we are here. We are here. Mayday. Mayday. And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, cause, like, you think you'll be all the way strapped in? You are not all the way strapped in. You yeah. just got that one thing, and you're like, I don't know if this shit gonna hold me. Yeah. And everybody else, had, like, I was on the uh, front row by myself, losing my fucking shit. Oh God, no! And everybody else is like behind me, and I'm like, Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! God oh my no. God! <laughs> and then I'm like, God, please just let it end. <laughs> I don't want to be on this ride no more. And so, like, eventually it stops, and then. My brother-in-law and my dad were watching Amelia, but they're just taking videos of us, and they're like, DJ, you're acting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, did you, and my brother-in-law, he was like, did you, uh, like, you're constipated. <laughs> I was like, I was trying not to have a panic attack, bro. Trying not to lose my shit, actually, is what was going on. So then we were supposed to do Splash Mountain, but Splash Mountain was like a 45-minute wait. Mm. So we kept going. And eventually we go to um we go to the Tomorrowland. It, it's raining for a little bit too, so we get out of the rain. And then we go to Tomorrowland and we get in line for uh Space Mountain. That is an hour wait. But it's like that's what everybody's here for, so it's like, yo, fuck it. It sounds like most of the experience is waiting in line. I mean, you can get a fast pass, but it's hard to get fast pass, like, on the really popular rides. Mm. So, we're just like, fuck it, we're going to ride this shit. So, it doesn't take as long because we have an odd number of people, so we kind of get rushed to the front. Um, So, we probably wait in line probably 35 minutes. Mm. So, we get on that shit. And I knew this roller coaster was about to be trill because... All the other roller coasters, you just put yourself in and they just start that shit. They they let you put yourself in right before you go through the tunnel. They check you again. And I was like, oh, this might be some it's crazy real. shit. <laughs> and then the whole uh, wait, they're like, if you have heart problems, if you have high blood pressure, this may not be the ride for you. <laughs> like, they keep doing that, like, every five seconds. So I'm like, niggas have died on this shit. <laughs> so... Uh, it's our turn. We get there. We get locked in. It's, uh, everybody in our group. And then it's a random person behind me. And then Andre and Andrea in another cart. That thing starts. So you go through like, it's a lighted part. And then it's complete darkness. Mm. So you're free falling in pitch black. Ooh whipping throughout shit and then at one point it almost feels like you're going completely vertical just mm. down so you, I, me and Maria are losing our fucking <laughs> shit the entire time knowing Deshaun ain't saying a word but me and Maria are yelling to, at the top of our lungs <laughs> and then I'm just like oh my god I don't want to die <laughs> like we are losing our fucking shit uh. we get to the bottom and me and Marie just look at each other and it's like, oh my God. 
And this is how I knew it was we- it was real, because like by the time we all got to the end, even Andre was like, "Yeah, that was scary." <laughs> <laughs> Mister, I'm too cool for school. Right, was like, right. That, that was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the first day or whatever. The next day, we knew, we didn't have anything planned, mm-hmm. so we were mostly just chilling. So uh, Cody actually came up for an hour or two. We I went and had lunch that. or whatever. I saw that. And that nigga's living a glorious life. And shout out to him. That nigga is balling. When is he not? <laughs> um, so we hang out with him. We go to this dog-friendly restaurant. And they have really good food. And uh, so we just chill, drink a little bit. And then we go back. Oh, also, my sister got mad at me this day. Because she wanted us to do, like, you know, those medieval dinner things? Oh, yeah. The theater dinners. Yeah. So she wanted us all to do that. And I was thinking, I don't want to do that shit. I hate, I hate those. I know. <laughs> and then everybody else was secretly doing it. But they were like, man, Marie wants to do it. For, and I was like, fuck it. I'll be, I literally said this, too. I was like, I'll be the bad guy. I don't want to do that. And then, so in true Maria fashion, she got passive aggressively mad. And she's like. Okay, we don't have to do it. And then she goes, <laughs> she goes upstairs. I guess goes and pout a little bit. And then she's like, "I guess we're gonna go to the outlets or whatever." And then like she don't talk to me for the rest of the day, in like true Maria fashion. So when we get back to the house, because Cody like has to go back to Miami, we get back to the house. They're not there, so we're just swimming or whatever. And. So my dad wanted to go to Joe's Crab Shack because uh, baby boomers are the only people keeping chain restaurants alive. <laughs> and everybody else don't want to do that shit, but it's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just make our dad happy. And Maria is still mad. Maria, Bless her heart. Maria, so we go to the, uh, Joe's Crab Shack. And so uh, we all sit down, and then the wait- waitress is trying to figure out how the tickets are set up. Mm-hmm. So my dad's like, I'm paying for her. My brother's like, he's paying for Angie. My sister's like, she's paying for them. And then, so it's just me, and I just stick my hand up. <laughs> and my sister dies laughing. And I'm like... And I'm Damn, like, you big man. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, little fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And I you was, big man, now so, you petty man. And nobody else noticed it, but she did it just so I would know it, notice it that I was alone yeah. and she was laughing yeah. at me. And I was like, why do you do that? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, you did that on purpose. And she's like, no, what are you talking about? And then so I keep doing it. I was like, Maria being messy over there, mama. And I just straight up tell my mom. <laughs> Like we like we're like little kids all Y'all over. Y'all turn into five year olds again. <laughs> like, Mama, she's being mean. And then, so eventually, Maria's like, the way you just stuck your hand up, like you're alone. Like, do you just go places alone all the time? I was like, yes, I I do. Like, I'm an adult, right? And then she's like, that just seems sad. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, what a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I think it's low key funny, but it shit is low key messing messing with me because she was one of the first people. I, mm-hmm. So she knows what she's that could be like a trigger. She's doing it on purpose because yeah. I made her mad. She's she mad, made, right? Yes. So when I get back, like we're okay, 
me and her are okay though. Like we can get mad at each other and then we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So eventually, like we, I was like, why you gotta be a, like I'm joking, but I'm being dead serious. I'm like, why you gotta be messy? Like why you gotta, like? And then she was like, I'm not being messy. And she was like, Are you really upset? I was like, Yeah, I'm upset. Like I told you something personal a couple months ago, and now you just want to fucking play, like right, like throw it in my face, right? And then she was like, "You joke with me all the time," and I was like, "I." I and she was like, <laughs> "My God, <laughs> only siblings can do that." I know, but it makes you so mad because only uh, your sibling can make you as mad as that. Yeah. And so she was like, so you don't ever say nothing when you just joke with me nonstop or whatever. I was like, okay, granted, you may be telling the truth. But if you're upset because I didn't do something you wanted me to do, you can't passive aggressive bully me for the rest of the night and do that. And she was like, okay. I was like, if if you're upset, tell me. Yeah. I know you were upset, but that's why I stayed out your way. You can't just do that shit. Like, we're adults at this point. Yeah. And then, so she's like, okay. And then she hugs me. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then that shit secretly fucked me up for the rest of the trip. But yeah. I held it together. Yeah, because, I mean, when you're, like, in that setting and you already know that you're the, the wheel. Yeah. You try to, like, escape. Like, for a while you can escape it because you're, like, you're having fun. But then, like, when you're singled out, like, literally, then it's like, this is the shit that I didn't want to have right. to think about. And then so the rest of the trip, I'm just thinking, here I am. Oh, here I am all alone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one here beside me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> damn so the next day i ride with her and the kids we go they don't have amelia my parents are just gonna watch amelia at the house so my sister's like we are riding rides all day we got to toy story land first that shit was dope as Toy fun. Story Land. Yeah. So uh, it's set up like it's Andy's backyard. Mm-hmm. So they have a Slinky Dog ride. <laughs> that Slinky Dog ride was scary <laughs> as fuck. I ain't even gonna lie. It was, a, it was an hour wait, but we ended up doing it in 30 minutes because uh, once again, we had an odd group of people. Mm-hmm. That Slinky ride was dope as fuck. Bro. Like it's looping and you're just over everybody's heads and so you're just yelling and people are like what the fuck is going on that seems cool and then they have the little green army men they're uh walking around like they're an actual troop oh wow and so they have like big ass crayons and stuff and they're bro just, i wonder what it's got to be like to work for disney i know me and my brother kept joking it's got to be some seedy ass disney bar where like the dude that plays mickey mouse like Oh, the kids were acting crazy today. <laughs> Doing coke off the bar in front of everybody. Hey, Pluto, we bring the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they're just walking around. You got Bo Peep. You got Buzz Lightyear walking around. You got it's a, I guess crazy. And then they're playing. You got a friend in me throughout the whole part. Aww. And it's just like, oh, this is <laughs> dope as fuck. So we ride that ride, and then. We go to Galaxy's Edge, which is Star Wars. And I was crook <laughs> as fuck. I bet you were. Like, when we when we started getting there, 
me and my nephews just get quiet and we're just like, yo. <laughs> and then we're just like excited as hell. And then like the music changes and you feel like you're in Star Wars. And those rides had like an hour and a half wait. I was like, I'm not riding these rides. <laughs> but I am walking around taking pictures like a motherfucker. <laughs> so they have the stormtroopers going through like on patrol and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just like crazy. All the uh, helpers are dressed like they're in Star Wars. And then we see the TIE fighter. And then we see the Millennium Falcon. And me and my nephews lose our fucking shit. And we're like, yo, that's the fucking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and so we take pictures in front of that. And then I make sure to get the special Coca-Colas. That's what that was. Yeah. It was in the Star Wars language. I can't remember which Star Wars language it is. I should know that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and so I bought them one. And then, and then, uh, so I get them one. And then we go to Epcot. And that's where we're going to meet Andre and them because it's a uh, food and wine festival. And so we get to Epcot. And it's mostly older people. Because it's about to go down at Epcot. So. <coughs> That's where all the good shit is. Right. So by this point, I'm tired. I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting a scooter. Because <laughs> I know I'm about to do at least four laps around Epcot. Because it's called drinking around the world. Mm-hmm. Where you drink in every location. So. Did you go? Uh, I, can, I always hear about the one place that has like all of this like flavor sodas. At Epcot. <laughs> Or there's you can have like there's like a butter flavor soda and like just crazy flavored sodas. I didn't. The reason we went this time was because it was uh, the wine and food festival, so they had even more exhibits. Mm. And I was just drinking so much fucking wine and shit, and I got lit. Oh, wine drunk is another thing. And so we got dr- we got drunk pretty fucking quick. Like, we were just going in. Like, we were like, each place we go, we're like, okay, let's get a drink. Okay, we let's get a drink. <laughs> and then, like, by the end of the first lap, we were like, yo, we need to eat something. <laughs> so, we eat at this Italian restaurant. It's really nice or whatever. So, we drink a bottle of wine there. And then we keep going. And we just lap after lap <laughs> after lap. And I'm just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like... The the actual festival isn't supposed to start at like six thirty, and we're just looking around like we're like I don't know if we gonna last that <laughs> long. So we do all that. My sister rides to rides at Epcot, and they go back to Hollywood Studios to watch the fireworks show and stuff for Star Wars. And she's trying to get them to ride Tower of Terror. She cannot get neither one of her kids to ride the Tower of Terror. They were that scared. Yeah, and. When we got to when we got to Hollywood Studios that morning, when they saw Tower of Terror, because it's huge, you can see it from when you get in the park. That's the one that just basically drops straight down, right? Yeah, and like super fast. And my mom said that's her favorite roller coaster ever. What? But so she, my sister's like trying hard to get them to go. They do all the other rides, but they will not do <laughs> that one. So that morning. Noah is, uh, he's like, don't even look over there. Don't even look over there. Like, Deshaun, don't look, don't look. <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, man, why are y'all scared? And they're like, it's just dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> like this is like the safest place on earth yeah. right now. Like, calm down. It's just a rod. And they're they're still just freaking out. They're like, I don't want to go into a Tower of Terror. <laughs> I do not want to go into Tower of Terror. I'm like, bless the, their heart. What the fuck is wrong? So the next morning, so they get in at like 11. They're tired. They just go straight to sleep. So the next morning when we're, we're getting ready to go, I'm like, why were y'all so scared of like Tower of Terrors? Like, because they were talking about what they were going to do because they're going to come back in like two years. Mm-hmm. And then my sister was like, you're going to ride Tower of Terror when we come back. Because she, she really wanted to ride Tower of Terror. And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then Noah's like, yeah, even if I'm 13, I'm not going to do that when I come back. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why are y'all so scared of Tower of Terror? And then he just looks at me dead face. He's like, five people died. Like, wait, what? He did some research on it? This nigga saw that that's the story of Tower of Terror oh. and really believed that five people died in it. Oh so he was God. like, I am not going on that. So I just die laughing. And then for the rest of the day, I'll just say to my mom, five, five people, people died. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So damn, that, that was our Disney trip. Yeah, that shit sounds lit. I wish I could have went. If you had offered to marry, I offered to marry you, nigga. I said I was down. Damn, <laughs> shit. I did kind of just bypass it. Like, well, I'm going to Disney this week, nigga. I said I was down. Um, so yeah, that was fun. I I do want to go again. I went to all the parks except for Animal Kingdom. So I want to go again, and I also want to ride more rides because I only rode a couple rides. That's what's up, though. At least you had a good, you know, time with your family. Then got to see a friend. Yeah, and yeah, that was fun. That's dope. I think those kind of things are uh, good for your mental health. Definitely. You know, it's a lot of uh, endorphins that happen when you just have a good time with your family. Yeah, and that's what I saw Maria. I was like, I can't believe we're fucking here. Wait, <laughs> like, we were growing up, we never would have thought we'd be at fucking Disney World. Yeah, I honestly think it's better to go as an adult. Like, yeah, we all wanted to go as kids, but I feel like I feel like it's probably way better going as an adult. And it is dope being a black-ass family just walking around Disney right. World. Stunting. Doing nigga <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> And that uh, and that one picture with my whole family, Mickey Mouse, do the the squat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Squat. I'm like, this nigga Mickey get around black people and start acting different. <laughs> Mickey code switching out. Here. <laughs> like, okay, Mickey. <laughs> and then also another weird thing was I was convinced that Mickey Mouse had to have been a girl because she was. I mean, Mickey Mouse was really short. I was taller than Mickey Mouse. Hmm. So I was. I said that in front of my nephew. And he was like. The youngest one, and that's the he's a conservative, he's like a Trump supporter. Oh, god, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, Yeah, I think Mickey Mouse was a girl. He's like, No, Mickey Mouse can't be a girl, all the main characters are boys. And I was like, Whoa, oh, with your misogyny, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa, little, uh, little, uh, make America great again, bless his little 11 year old heart, <laughs> his little 11 year old conservative ass heart. <laughs> But yeah, that's what's up. Good shit. I'm jealous. 
Still. I feel like I just hijacked the whole fucking thing. I'm just imagining like all of the shit and just like being there in the music with the music playing like if I was in Toy Story Land and they were playing You Got a Friend in Me like did it feel like you were in the movie yes, like it did. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about is just feeling like you're actually in the movies. Like, especially like when they had the little the army men going around yeah. and they were uh, making them do this, uh, the pledge mm-hmm. to uh, to protect all the toys and stuff. It was like, hey, this shit is dope. so real. This is so real. <laughs> it's so bad. Were, they, were so there bad. like faces painted green yes. and stuff? Oh, they were yeah. all the way green. Yeah, they go everything. all the way out. Damn. I wonder how much like Disney workers get paid too. That's another thing. Yeah, there used to be a lot of kids at Auburn that would go and do like certain types of internships at Disney, mm-hmm. and they all were just like, "Man, that shit was so lit." Yeah, just like, like damn, it's crazy. And then like, I don't know, it's, bro, like, you know that Disney's an evil corporation, but it's so fun at the yeah, time. It's just <laughs> You're like. like I've literally dreamed about coming here my entire life, and I'm here. My sister said she went to the uh, the Phantasm show, mm-hmm. like it's where Mickey like is in the full sorcerer outfit and mm-hmm. they're doing the fireworks. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I bet that shit is so she magical." Said, she said she was in the middle of. She said, "I just start crying." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I just can't believe." <laughs> Bro, Disney Fantasia. That's a good ass movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. And then she said it was just like surreal, like you're just reliving all these moments, and you're just like, "Damn, I actually might watch that tonight because I think it's on YouTube." <laughs> I think it is. Yo, speaking of Disney, that Disney Plus shit is about to be dope as fuck. I saw with all the old school movies. Yes, like every Disney thing in the world, and you like you realize all that shit. You like Disney is an evil corporation, but that shit though. But they out here, they getting money. Yeah, that bread. That's almost a monopoly too, but they branded themselves so good. They really did. They're like, tied to our childhood. They have so many streams of income. It don't make no sense. Yeah. Disney has collabs with every like their hands in everything. Merchandise, they music. Own, they own ESPN. <sighs> they got TV. Like it's it's so much. They about to kill radio. Netflix. They about to kill Netflix. That shit about to be dope. Oh, okay, segue. So speaking of studios, the Tyler Perry Studios. That shit is dope as fuck, bruh. Did you see um, Ava DuVernay's uh, video? She basically kind of did like a tour of the whole thing, or I didn't see it couldn't have been the whole thing because it was only like a minute and something long on instagram well at least what i saw but man like that like that i i i don't even have words like that shit kind of almost brought tears to my eyes but like i know everybody gives tyler perry you know his shit because of the way he casts you know his movies and the storyline is always you know 
suggesting that certain types of black men and women are problematic and you know stereotypical yes but he's doing a major 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 thing for black people in one of the blackest cities in (laughs) the united states in wakanda (laughs) (laughs) literally in like um I read that he had um, certain facilities just open for people who might not have like a place to stay, mm-hmm. like, especially um, LGBTQ yeah uh, teenagers. There have a, a place to stay there. That shit is crazy, and it's built on partially on a Confederate army yeah, base. Yeah, when he gave that speech, that was bone chilling. Yeah, um, of I course, I bet a lot of people cried when he made that statistic. I have been very vocal about how much I hate Tyler Perry. <laughs> For Coonery. So have most people. And I will give him credit where credit's due because he did make something out of nothing. The way he got there, you can argue, but he's in a position now to where he can do a lot of good. So Yeah, he is. He gave everybody that um works for them or works for him like hollywood star their own like hollywood stars i saw that that was cool. that was really dope um and he has brought a lot of black actresses and black actors who weren't able to work for a while back into mainstream yeah yeah he's 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 way ahead of his time with this particular like studio opening and and he's definitely not just opening doors for like these actors and actresses to be um, seen through his network and his productions, but now they're going to be out. Like now being associated with the Tyler Perry brand is like way bigger than what it used to be. And just to think like less than 15 years ago, this nigga was selling DVDs of like stage plays. Yeah, church plays. Yeah, like this shit is wild it's so fucking wild 20 years ago he was homeless that's just that's wild and a black man did all that that's like built on black dollars that shit is fuck. i can't i don't know what else to say it's just so it's so crazy but it's so amazing and i'm so like i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what all comes out of it because i know it's going to be way more than just like tv shows and movies like it's gonna be some dope shit coming out of those studios and then part of the uh marvel stuff was shot on Tyler Pierce. yeah 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 like what i was joking by saying it was wakanda but wakanda yes was shot on his studio yeah i read that too like so it's he he officially made it black hollywood literally and uh, all the events that are probably going to take place there. Like imagine Christmas at the Tyler Perry studios. That shit just sounds weird. The Tyler Perry studios. Like you mean the nigga that was dressing <laughs> up as my dear. Yeah. He's a fucking billionaire now. Yeah. <laughs> that black excellence. I mean, I love seeing that. I just love seeing that kind of shit. And then like the, the grand opening event, the red carpet, just seeing like everybody there. It's, it's amazing all the black stars like it does show that the power of the black dollar because he wasn't co-signed by white people that was for us by us yeah now 
do I have a uncomfortable relationship with some of the with most of the movies? Yes, but that still speaks to a segment of blackness, mm-hmm. whether we like to admit it or not. Yeah. Now, you can do the deep dive and do all the shit like dissected, think and do, pieces and right. such. And like I saw one thing piece where we're not gonna forget his erasure of uh black queerness throughout his movies. I'm like, man, okay. But are you doing that with all these yeah, other other things? exactly? Or are you just trying to get one off? Yeah, and then too, like the thing about that is people, especially creators, um, tend to create not even tend to everybody everybody creates from their own point of view yeah so you know what i'm saying if you're upset that he doesn't necessarily include black queer people maybe that has to do with his own experience or i don't know you know and then i mean you should hold those people accountable True. but also you should give them room to grow right like like just give it time i mean um i do think that i mean of course it hasn't been done so he's doing amazing work by doing what he's doing now just give him time this nigga can go from being homeless <laughs> to, to a be billionaire a billionaire owning a fucking studio in atlanta in two decades and then like the- <laughs> His wealth is only going to be, it's only going to grow exponentially now. He owns. Because now his name is on everything. Everybody works for him. (laughs) And he owns all the shit he's made. Right. Which is the dream. Which means that he ain't got to pay nobody for shit. (laughs) If he want to do some shit. Right. That, oh man. Just, you know, shout out to Tyler Perry. Hopefully his movies will, um have a little bit more depth <laughs> um from do, here on out right his, now his shows are his shows to me i don't want to say they're better than his movies but i f- i feel like they i feel like they're they're not as um stereotypical i guess i think i think shows allow for a bit of nuance that movies don't necessarily like remember when we talked about how the Dear White People movie was kind of awful, yeah, and the show is amazing. It's because you can flesh out those characters, right? Movie is one, especially and done. when you have an ensemble yeah. like that. Yeah. You can flesh out everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, uh, they did have that parody of Tyler Perry in this last season with the dude who played uh, the slave that travels. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh nutty niggas uh this nigga kanye is just keep going (laughs) yeah did did you see today where well it wasn't today apparently he's a born-again christian 
And so he was Kanye. Try- yeah. So he was uh, trying to tell Kim that she doesn't need to wear all these sexy outfits and stuff because she's his wife. And she basically was like, nigga, you got with me because of this shit. This is the shit you used to rap about. Right. Like, I mean, I got to show you the video because this shit is funny as fuck. Bro. I wonder if she ever calls him a nigga. Her That's um, that's that's. A, oh, he got it. He stormed out. That's uh, that's a testament to what marriage is, though. Like you, people change, people change, and <laughs> the audacity of Kanye motherfucking West. Now, though. now, yeah, I'm not defending him by any means, but people do change. But that is that is a part of being in long term relationships is dealing with changes with yourself and with the other person because and i was um listening to um kev's podcast with his wife uh the love hour and they were talking about um how the person that you marry is not gonna be the same person that you married five years ago like you might reach this point in your marriage like this is not the person that i married but they're not supposed to stay the same right the whole time like nobody is going to say the same person but yeah that is very um controlling it's got to be a mind fuck for kim for one but yeah and and then too like i i really hate this is another thing that i hate about religion and christianity specifically is just like this whole notion that christians are not supposed to be sexy right like (laughs) like how do you want to procreate I can understand, you know, not wanting her to be just like completely nude or naked anymore for like photo shoots, even though that is kind of part of her brand. But to say that, like, I can't wear a fitted dress or, you know, right, be proud of my body and show it off is like, get the fuck out of here. This is who I am. This is who God made me to be. Like, this is who I am. And it also reminded me of somebody we won't mention. Yeah, I thought about that too <laughs> when you first when you first said that. I was like, yeah. Kanye yeah. continues to become a hotel ass nigga. It's it's very strange. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's. But yeah, his um. So he did Sunday service at Howard University's homecoming on a Saturday though, mm-hmm. which I didn't. Uh, and then he did at George Washington the next day. Okay, didn't know that. But yeah, um, how would you feel if Kanye came to A and M? 
but let's be, let's I'll say it's, it's your senior year at A&M and, and, and Kanye is on the yard. I'm going to be on the yard with Kanye West too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be with that nutty ass nigga also. Kanye is on the hill. But also because my relationship religion is different. I if we gonna start regulating the people that are scammers in religion, uh there's tons of that to go around. This that's is also very true. That's how I feel. Like, like, oh, so he's profiting off of uh Christianity. Hmm. Where have I seen that before? This is very true. And I think we kind of touched on it when us when we were talking about like pastors of like mega churches and like just how Christianity and religion is such a cult and like I don't know I think it can be and I don't yeah. think it has to be I don't think that that's the rule for everybody but I think um I, I think that when you start telling people what God says but it's coming through you you always gotta watch that yeah, and I it's honestly though very hard to to not do that to be honest like as a pastor. Yeah. yeah because I mean we're we're all biased. We're yeah. human. We're all biased. So I feel like when you uh when you click with a pastor or when you really like a certain pastor it's probably because you think the same way as him. Yeah. And that's I don't know, that's just the tricky part of religion to me. It's like Y'all keep talking about this one book that says the same thing in it, but, we got but all everybody has so many different like rules and regulations for how they go about life and how they dress and what they eat and what day they worship. And I don't know. I'm still so lost about it. Like I, like I said, like I'm, I don't mind going to church every now and then, but I, for me, I just have to really, 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 sit back and like keep religion personal because yeah. i just i don't know i can't i still just can't make sense of all these denominations we have and i don't know it's it's so much and it's just i like this was my thing when i was younger i used always used to ask my mom be like if we believe in one true religion, so are we saying that everybody else is going to hell? Yeah. My, my, my mom would always say, which is, I guess, a kind of nuanced point of view. She's like, I don't think if somebody believes something different, different from me, they're automatically going to hell. I believe that if they truly believe in their religion and they abide by those uh uh, I can't remember what she said, but pretty much those rules and things like that, and they live their best life as that. She believes that they'll be in heaven. Yeah. My whole thing is like, is it Jehovah's Witness that believe it's a certain number of people? It's only like four hundred and four hundred thousand. It's like, man, that's a lot of people gonna be in hell. That shit could be lit. No, just like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I just um and then it's crazy too how like we can recognize like the different practices of each different type of of Christian like oh, 
you know, oh, you can tell she's Southern Baptist, or oh, you could tell, oh, that's that Kojic shit, or right. that's that AME shit, or that's, you know, like. <laughs> Rip your <yourself. laughs> <laughs> It's all, gang, I don't know, gang. I don't know, it's weird. But um, do you think he's using this as a, I guess it's a two-part question. Do you think that he's using this for, you think it's legit what he's doing? I think I think um yes. So I think I think his intentions seeing as an, I can hate talking about people's intentions. But I feel like I feel like he somebody said this on Twitter. They said that he is just trying to um heal himself by just getting love from people. Mm-hmm. And I think I can relate to that and I can see that because I think that's how a lot of people try to heal themselves because that's where a lot of people's hurt comes from is they feel ostracized. They feel alone. They don't feel like anybody is, is trying to help them. So when you get love from the masses, it, it builds you back up. And I feel like with him being on whatever spiritual journey he's on, and him also being so connected to music, like him doing this kind of thing was honestly probably the only other thing that he could do to get his people back on his side again. And the only other thing that could elevate him because it's like music already connects people. Right. So especially his music. And then now you're not only are you you doing gospel, but you're you're pretty much doing gospel that's already out but you putting your own production on it and, and making it live and just making it more of an interactive experience. And I think that shit is dope. Like that's, that's creative genius right there. Um, so I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he's trying to like undermine anybody and, and kind of make it like this. Oh, you know, I'm gonna do this, but then, I'm going to fuck everybody up and do this. I don't think it's a sinister motive behind it. Right. And I think people are trying to play it like that. I do think it... Whether he wants to or not, I don't think it matters if it's... If it is another motive behind it. That's the... You can't have where we put religion on this pedestal and people should seek out spirituality or god and then when somebody does that you're just like well, i don't agree with them so yeah. like it, it's either a whole way or no way yeah like, and it was so many like um so much criticism on twitter yeah when they posted that he was at howard and, and you know, a lot of it was funny i'm not i'm right. not even gonna lie <laughs> like y'all y'all new niggas said <laughs> kyle was canceled yeah. but he had y'all voice <laughs> Yeah, a lot of it was funny, but there was still just a lot of students that were genuinely just excited to be like right there with Kanye at, having this gospel experience. It's a merging of the black experience. And I, I hate that. I hate seeing so many black people like, man, Kanye ain't doing nothing that, you know, my church didn't do when we was 12 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, he's not. But at the same time, yes, he is. Because who else is actually out here just bringing gospel music to the people this raw in, in, in this like in your face 
right now. I do think Kirk Franklin is probably sitting at home like this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye did hijack my whole style. My now, if Kanye and Kirk can get together, that could be some real shit. Let that should be a joint concert. I'll be at that bitch hey, rocking. Hey, if anybody <laughs> needs me to manage that tour, let me know. <laughs> right. I'll be a roadie. I'll be anything. Let me come up on some quick coin. But like, yeah. People like I st- listen. I'm not here to hate on it at all. I think it's bomb. Once again, I would love to be in the mix, like, especially as a kid who's been pretty far removed from church for so long. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get back down with G.O.D. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I would I would probably be hype as fuck in that thing. So, yeah, like, I think, I think it's a dope thing, and I think it's cool that he decided to take it to the college kids right like why not like i just want him to that nigga needs help i want him to get the real help that he needs right like i this this is only getting love from your fans is only surface level help because it's 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 a it's a catch-22 with that for one you're not gonna get love from everybody but the people that you do get love from now that you've got them back on your boat, you gotta kind of make sure that you don't hurt them again or else you're going to go through that same like roller coaster of emotions. He will hurt us again. Kim. He will, <laughs> he will. And then, but then he won't be able to take all of the criticism. You see what I'm saying? It's like you, you're going to have to be able to take, the bad with the good like right now it's mostly love but when you start saying dumb shit like black people were republicans or republicans freed slaves back in the day and, and you know trying to persuade us to be more republican now you got to deal with the hate and then that's not going to be good for your mental health so you really need to he needs to make sure that he stays in line with his his regimen to keep himself centered he needs to be held accountable but i also feel like people if holding accountable holding somebody accountable is different from just being like i hear this nigga go (laughs) (laughs) but i mean we'll see how it happens yeah either way it goes this most fascinating person in music history in the last in a long time 10 15 years might be longer like he's up there with like eccentric ass fucking crazy now i did see somebody make a comparison to bob dylan became born again around 1980 Mm. if you know anything about bob dylan he's a jewish man didn't know that so he went through a real religious phase and he started making christian themed music Mm -hmm. and they were comparing him to that like i could see that i think musicians are honestly some of the most interesting people to follow throughout time like because i feel like music their music it always directly affects what's going on in their life or their lives directly affect their music so it's just very i think it's just super personal when people make shifts like that in public like okay i was doing this type of music now i'm about to just completely do a 180 and go to this whole other side because this is the new journey that i'm on and this honestly like super risky when you're that famous 
I can't imagine like I'm not the huge Bob Dylan follower. I don't really know a whole lot about him, but I can't imagine like what his fans how they reacted, you know, right. when he decided to make this with like it's I I don't know. It's always hard to tell because like I did ask my mom how she felt about like the Kanye thing and her being a religious person. Her and my sister didn't have a problem with it because they felt like they've seen people make those changes in their lives mm-hmm. and make and it looks crazy at one point. But you just have to see what happened. But he's going to do something stupid. That's Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, and I understand completely the people that are like, yeah, I'm not rocking with Kanye. No more. <laughs> but, yeah. He gives us what we need. It may not be what we want. <laughs> what do you think of just on this whole like gospel, but secular, I guess, intermingling? Like, what do you think of like not necessarily Christian rap, but like when rappers do like like Chance the Rapper in Coloring Book? Um, like, what do you think? How do you feel about? those kind of intersecting lines i, I think it's because my parents hate that shit <laughs> they do yeah i tried to play uh I, I forgot what i played off coloring book for them but my dad was just like mm. i was like y'all just don't like anything that, y'all don't like anything if it don't say you know these people are christian and they go to church or y'all just hear the word rapper yeah. Y'all don't want to hear it. I actually had a similar conversation with my my mom. Like she she hates rap. <laughs> she absolutely hates rap. So does my mom. And my mom was like, "It's because you can't understand." I was like, "You actually can." Once again, besties. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, like when I was talking to my mom, I kind of like a chill kind of came over me. I was like, "This is exact." And then I told her that I was like, "That's exactly what white people say." Mm, yeah. Like when they want to yeah. justify their racist beliefs, and it's like, yeah, I just don't like that rap crap. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm. it's because our moms are conservative as hell. Yeah. Like we said, if it weren't for racism, they'd be Republican <laughs> as fuck. They'd be MAGA as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and then it's just like, I don't know. Um, also, they, I think their age group is kind of different because they grew up in the whole, uh, you don't mix secular with church. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking to my mom about that because we were talking about Sam Cooke, actually, and how Sam Cooke was a cautionary tale to Christian, to uh, gospel singers for a long time. They're like, if you go astray, you'll end up like Sam Cooke or you'll end up like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of... The only person that was able to bounce around in that arena was Aretha. And that's because she was the greatest singer of all time. I feel like another thing with that, too, I I don't know why, but I feel like people are way more um, partial to women like intermingling like secular and and spiritual music than men. Yeah, because I think we... We assume, for the most part, that most black women are spiritual. Mm-hmm. 
So even women who are not, say, in the church every day or whatever, we accept that they have a spirituality that men don't necessarily have. But especially if also they have really strong voices. Yeah, because like, we believe that's God's blessing on them. When Beyonce did lift every voice, mama loved it. <laughs> right. Like, it's something about when Whitney, with all her problems, anytime she did a gospel song. Everybody loved it. Yeah. They they were singing the Whitney versions of uh, gospel in church. Right. That preacher's wife. Singing that album. shit at weddings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that is right. It's a women singers have been able to have a duality with with and without with and within uh the black experience black church experience that men haven't mm-hmm. because i think there's also right or wrong there's always a sinister undertone to men either being preachers or singers that there's a sexuality involved with men singers true and I, I think that's part of it. Damn. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. I mean, not only was Whitney out here singing gospel tunes, but she was in an actual movie about like church shit. Right. Everybody's like, I'm going to see preachers. <laughs> Name one artist that you know that was in a gospel movie that was a man or a, a movie about church that was a man. And hell, she was in Sparkle also before she died too. And yeah. Sparkle, she's pretty much religious yeah man yep damn i never thought about it that way mm-hmm. that women are afforded that level of but at the same time i also think that that all because their uh sexuality is either supposed to be toned down yeah stuff that's part of that also. Mm-hmm. Like, that's also why if you can, if you're a bigger black woman or something, you can go far, especially singing in church yeah. because you're not supposed to, you're not looked at as a sexual. Sexy, right. That's why I don't, my mom did say the only time that Aretha called uh, hell from the church crowd was when she would wear low cut stuff like with her tits out and shit mm-hmm. or mini skirts and stuff like man you gotta have aretha the full package the center and the saint okay <laughs> like <laughs> that voice is blessed regardless true yeah Dang. that's crazy we're good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Amanda Seals. Yeah, I need to know the details about it. I heard like a little bit of. I heard her rant, um, but I don't know the details. Essentially, um, they had a Black Emmys party, mm-hmm. and. I think the showrunner for Insecure is uh, is Issa's, well, I think her best friend in real life. Mm. And her and Amanda Seals do not get along. Damn. So Amanda Seals was not invited to this party. 
but she was invited by other people. I think Jesse Williams was one of them. And so she was going to try to come. And she got to the door. They weren't going to let her in. I think somehow she got in, and then they kicked her ass back out. That's crazy. Why wouldn't Issa be able to do anything about that, though? I, I From what I read, I think Issa's just trying to stay out of it. She yeah. ain't trying to rock the boat with... That's some petty shit, though. Like, that sounds like the best friend is jealous. Because I could see Issa kind of being close to Amanda Seals outside of the show, too. I think it's just a personality clash thing, like, to where they just don't like each other. And that I can see that, too, because Amanda Seals is very type A. Yes. Outspoken, strong. The, one of the questions I have, what do you think is the main reason people hate Amanda Seals? Because she be talking the truth. Is that it? Because I feel like, I feel. <laughs> she tells the truth, but I feel like also she, sometimes she can have a little bit of a superiority complex i think that's it yeah speaking truth to power yes i know like that's a running trope where we're like people don't people don't like them because they tell the truth also sometimes might be a bitch (laughs) yeah it's like sometimes it can't when whenever there are people that are always like and that's how i feel about killer mike too that are always basically just like chastising it's just like but you're not perfect. Like you always telling us what we supposed to do and what we gotta do. But like, nigga, what you supposed to do? Leave us alone sometimes. Like right. every single one of your social media videos can't be about what we doing wrong and what we have to do better all the time. Like, right. And then when we criticize you for that, we can't be labeled as haters because of that or or closed minded. <laughs> and I I do also think that. Amanda Seals superiority complex mixed in with her uh, light skin Mm. can rub people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And if she's always talking down to all these people, seems like she might just be a light skin girl who thinks she knows all the shit. Mm -hmm. And thinks that she can be on the forefront and say all these things because she's light skinned. The idea that you would show up to a party where they know, where you know the the person throwing the party don't, don't like you, you there. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. If you show up to my party, you know I don't fuck with you. You can't make a video talk about I kicked your ass out, bitch. You weren't supposed to be. <laughs> this is also true. Have you ever showed up to a party you know you weren't supposed to be at? No. I could I can't imagine doing that shit. Mm-mm. Like I know if I do for Why sure. would I hurt my own feelings? Like Right. <laughs> Why would my I My feelings get hurt organically I enough know. out here? <laughs> Man, if I spill milk, I cry. <laughs> Why the fuck would I set myself up to have spilled milk? And yeah, nah. Mm-mm, I wouldn't do it. But that also shows a certain level of of audacity. Unless somebody was like, man, no, I talk to her. It's cool. Like, just come. Just come. Then I'd be like, okay. But if I know for a fact that, like, it's not, it ain't going to be nothing but smoke, I'm probably not going to subject myself to that kind of embarrassment. But I think we kind of touched on this on that that episode where we talked about her stand-up and how some guys were just saying they didn't like her. I think she has 
it's hard to separate the misogyny from the actual critiques. Yeah. And we have to try to be nuanced with it. But mm-hmm. I think she does kind of come off as a kind of annoying. Holier than thou. Yeah. It's it's hard though because like I said, she does bring a lot of truth. Like she's she is very enlightened. Um damn, is she hot tip? She She hot tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely like yeah, she crosses that line sometimes. Um, aren't we all? I mean, we've talked about it numerous times. We all are kind of hotepish. We need there needs to be a hotep quiz. Like, what percentage? <laughs> what percentage of hotep are you? <laughs> Where do you lie in the hotep spectrum? Do you wake up every morning and burn sage? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a calendar of black heroes do in you your house? Keep a third eye in your pocket at all times. <laughs> do you have an onk? Either on your uh, rearview mirror or uh, tattooed on your, per- on your body, <laughs> <laughs> on your person. <laughs> you, if you answered three out of four of these questions, you might be a hotel. <laughs> Damn, yeah, she is hotel <laughs> AF. Do you know the entire Black Negro uh, national anthem? <laughs> you might be a hotel. I think, um, damn, I think I'm going to have to come to terms with being okay with some of these hotips. Because she's a hotep that I can tolerate. Yeah. I mean, the black experiences. It's it's crazy, man. It's so complex. It's, it's, un- everything Supre- is intertwined. White supremacy is a motherfucker. Yeah, it got us out here fucked up. And then, like, so everybody's kind of, like, trying to figure out their own shit. So it's going to be some shit that, like, I can't. Sometimes we, I don't know if we, <laughs> I don't know if we should, like, just call all these people hotels. Because, I mean, it's, it's nuances to it. Like, it's some people that are, like, just straight up, like, on some. Like, when I say hotel, usually I mean, like, the macho ass over the top over the top not do you understand but do you overstand and if my you, brother and if you overstand do you understand <laughs> that type of shit like it's like that one video i tagged you in with jay versace yeah. and that, what is it was like a hotel argument or some shit yeah. <laughs> now you're you're such and such chakra feels like it didn't had some pork today like <laughs> That that level of just crazy enlightenment. I don't I don't even know if you can call ba- that enlightenment. No, it's just based in conspiracy theories and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And yeah, but I, to think that it all stems from just trying to be rooted in your blackness. Yeah, that's like that. That is what we mean when we say like white supremacy got us fucked up. Right, because I think these extreme hotels are people that are trying to get so far away from being oppressed by white supremacy that they are literally running in the opposite direction, but just like with full force 
and it's too much. <laughs> doing way too much. It's just, yeah, it's it's a hard line to teeter on. Yeah. I, and it's not it's not even a thin line. I think that's why it's it's hard. So, <laughs> it's a it's a line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> We got hoteps and we got niggas. <laughs> and hoteps have got to go. The hoteps hate being called niggas. The funny thing is, I don't know where I lied on that. Cause I I don't man, either. I got two uh black ass flags in this room. This is true. <laughs> and I definitely have a leather uh necklace <laughs> with Africa on it and Oh, shit. See, I don't have nothing like that, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> my guy. I I mean, yeah, I teeter. When it gets to I I don't know, when it gets to the point of like not being able to say nigga like then I'm just like, okay, you doing a lot. Yeah. I just I don't know. But that's that's once again, that's just me and my belief. I love saying the word nigga. It's just something when you are black and you can say nigga. Yeah. It's just. It's just unifying. It's like warm. Right. And then it's an easy way to check your other black people. Right. Right. Like, right. (laughs) Right. But it's also an easy way to check, like, your level of camaraderie with another black person. Like, if you you can say, like, my nigga, like, and they cool with it, then it's like, okay, like, you my nigga. But when it becomes, like, whoa. Nigga. I don't say the N word. <laughs> don't be my N word. Be my nigga. Refer, <laughs> refer to me as the king. Do uh, not disrespect my crown. I remember one time at NYSP <laughs> when I was like twelve. I called this dude Negro. He's like, "Whoa, I'm not a Negro." I said, "Yes, yes you, you are." are. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "No, I don't use it." I was like, "You might not be a nigga, but you a Negro." <laughs> and then he started getting mad. I was like. It's just, you a Negro. I mean, I don't know why you get mad. Like, I've always been that dude. Like, well, you might not be a nigga, but you are a Negro. Did your parents ever teach you, like, uh, certain slurs or, like, certain words that white people use to refer to black people that are racist, but not, like, overtly? Like, I remember um, being at that little gas station right there on... Jordan Road, right before you get to Nawyer. Um, remember that small ass little gas station. Like if you're heading, if you're coming down Jordan Road and you're going towards Riverton Middle, there was like a super tiny little gas station, like right there on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was like an old white man. I don't know if he worked there or if he was the owner that like referred to my mama as gal one time. Ooh. Yeah, and my mama was so motherfucking mad, and she gripped up me and my sister real quick and put us in the car, and we left. And she was like, "Don't ever let no white man call you gal," or, or you know, she told me that that's not supposed to, that's not proper, or that's not respectful. Right. Um, I just know that boy shit don't fly. With yeah, me. I was gonna say I feel like gal is the equivalent to boy. Or uh, mammy, ooh yeah, ooh. If I, 
Ooh, when somebody <laughs> called my mama, baby. My mama lose her fucking shit. Mm. She just set that bitch all the way off. <laughs> Air this bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I I get iffy when somebody started that boy shit. I think of that Blazing Saddles line. Watch with that boy shit. Yeah. He's Sheriff Rockridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's your favorite racial slur about black people? <laughs> everybody has everybody has one. <laughs> like racial slur for black people to white people or racial slur for black people to black people. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know because I feel like all so I feel like most racial slurs that we use came from white people, white people. like Jigaboo is hilarious to me <laughs> I don't know why but I just always assume that every like if I do something to piss off a white person it's called me monkey <laughs> like this goddamn monkey <laughs> Monkey is monkey. I don't know. Monkey is fifty fifty for me because I call my nephew monkey, my monkey. But then I'm also like, damn, I can't call that. It, right, like I can't let nobody else hear him. My call sister me has a strict uh, no monkey clothes for any of her children, <laughs> <laughs> so I would never ever. But monkey is just it's the cutest little, cutest little monkey. I just yeah, that's all I used to call him when he was a baby was monkey and nugget. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> what's what's my favorite? I didn't know what a moon cricket was, and Thomas Glenn told me that one. That I never was, understood that one. I had never heard that until Thomas told me that. Like, please explain it. Because <laughs> <laughs> please explain it. Because apparently, uh, <laughs> black people make a lot of noise at nighttime. Um. <laughs> Lord have mercy. They call us moon crickets. <laughs> I always used to wonder, like, where did you hear that? Is it from crickets being black? Is it like in white places? Did or? you hear that, like at Auburn? Or I had never heard that. I one. think Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of Twitter, uh, you know they started using uh, uh, hashtag FFFFFF for white. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they they've been doing that for a long time. I used to see it, but I never understood. <laughs> and then somebody did it, and I was like, "Oh, that's code for white. That's people. code for white." <laughs> and I yeah, was like, that shit is crazy. niggas are smart as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's been a thing for a while. When I found it out, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> be out here in code." <laughs> the six Fs are undercover. Out here. <laughs> yeah. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> I love black Twitter. Um, what's now? It's time to say goodbye <laughs> to all our company. M I C C C real soon. K E Y Y because, because we, we like you. M O U S E. That actually worked. <laughs> oh, 
Aw, Missy Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.